Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. It has just gone 10 o'clock on Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Good evening and welcome to it. This is uh, Intimate Moments with Godfrey Moabi, and of course we'll be together until... 12 midnight. I hope that all is well with you. And of course, uh, keep on praying, keep on seeking the face of your Heavenly Father. No matter the situation, you might have lost your loved ones, those that are at close to you, your wife, your husband, your child, your parent. Yeah, I know how it's tough, Bagita, but hey, who am I to try to make, you know, try to uh, comfort you? But I can give you somebody that I know can do, you know, the work of of comforting, on the comforting work properly and making sure Hori, he leaves you completely healed from your head or your pain. That's the Holy Spirit himself. That's we need to let people speak and uh, we need to be able to keep quiet. Uh, except to say people who will just pray for you because we don't know the intents of the pain that they are going through. And sometimes we should be careful or we might end up adding salt to the wounds when we are trying to help Gandhi. Um, we are making matters worse in those people's lives. That's why we've got people by the way, they are trained. They are counselors. They are trained to, to cancel people. So sometimes even when you go there to comfort or whatever, pray pray for the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom so that whatever that you say will bring healing uh, to the bereaved family. Because we had people uh, speaking. So it's very, very important to know exactly what those people's needs are with regards to their bereavements. Because people are going through some of them they are very traumatic so be careful one way that you say can be misinterpreted and you can what can make matters worse for them that's what I'm saying right now all I can say God hey we are praying for you uh, perhaps we haven't been through what you have gone through but all we know is there is somebody that can help you and that is the Holy Spirit himself pray that he heals you we pray that he touches you and uh, your family members that might be going through the same thing. Luana. Did you know you can order your favorite radio pulpit programs on CD so that you can listen to them whenever you like? Contact our friendly client services department now to place your order. You will find them on 012-334-1200, 657 AM, your daily companion. At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp, and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, the app pick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone. 
Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. kilohertz. Tonight is uh, Tuesday. So we're having Mpozbanyonu uh, in a little while. When I'm more daily company. So I'm going to play you more music. Uh, because can I have a list of longer songs that I... I hope Hori, they will minister to you. I just want to minister to you through songs uh, this evening. After Empire spoken, uh, I just want to give you more songs, longer songs that will actually minister to your spirit. I've got the likes of Peter Mabula and uh, Benjamin Dube, uh, who are ready amongst the artists that I have for you in this hour, in this first hour of uh, your Tuesday's edition of Intimate Moments with me, Godfrey Mabi. Are matela fela kuhene kapita mabula are hayo yato na Jesu. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Chaldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on Shop. T's and C's apply. It's more than radio. It's a way of life. It is 657 AM. We are now joined by Pastor Mpos Banyone right here on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. And by the way, tonight she's talking to us as a pastor. Uh, pastor Banyone, good evening and welcome to Radio Puppet. Good evening, Record Free, and thank you so much for having me in. Mm. Tonight we are talking about inferiority complex. Yes. Mm. Yeah, what is it, Mpo? Um, For the past two weeks, if you remember very well, we've been talking about issues of low self-esteem. You know, generally we're talking about self-esteem, but we emphasized what makes people to have serious emotional problems um, which is the low self-esteem. I think a week before we spoke about low self-esteem, our focus was on the issue of it is more personal because people tend to take things very personal. You know, whatever that is happening externally, we tend to believe that it is personal. And as a result, we overthink and end up, you know, finding ourselves in the closet because we believe that what is happening is personal. And we indicated that, you know, um, one of the causal factors of, of people taking things personal is uh, low self-esteem. And we, we spoke about low self-esteem, you know, in detail, and we received a good, you know, good reception from the the, 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 the audience. You know, people were calling, you know, the code to get more information about that and some sort of counseling around that. So um, based on how people responded to that topic, today I'm carrying on with with that, but the focus is on inferiority complex, which is one way that, you know, which is something that people with low self-esteem are prone to. If you you have low self-esteem, you're prone to, you're likely to have inferiority complex, which is a condition. Basically, it's a condition. Um, And that condition... Um, is a it's a condition that can be treated through through interventions like uh, counseling, but at the same time, if you are a child of God and you guard your 
your heart and you guard your thoughts, you are likely to be in a position to deal with it, more especially if you eat the weight, because all the answers of life are in the weight. I always say that, that all answers are in the weight. You know, whatever problems that you find yourself going through, when you go through the weight, when you study the weight, and you, you, you stay in, in, in the presence of God, you soak in the presence of God, you are likely to get revelation of, you know, how to deal with certain things. But today... I just want to emphasize, you know, for people to have a proper understanding of what this complex is all about. Before, before you can do that, before you can do that, there I am. I used to think that uh, um, inferiority complex and uh, loss of esteem are one and the same thing. What's the difference there? Uh, the, the difference between loss of esteem is how is, is the, the loss of self-esteem is how you perceive yourself. You, the way you look at yourself, your belief systems about you. And when it comes to inferiority complex, it's something that um, happens because of your loss of esteem. You tend to believe that people are looking at you the way you believe you are. The, way you, the belief systems that you have about yourself, you tend to believe that people are looking at you, at you that way. You understand? Yes, I do. All right. Go back again, ma'am. Let me just quickly define it. But, you know, when, when it comes to inferiority complex, it's an intense, you know, intense, please mark the word intense, personal feeling of inadequacy, you know, often resulting, you know, in the belief that one is inferior to others. You see, with low self-esteem, you you have feelings of inadequacy where you believe that, you know, I am not enough, I'm not worth it. But when it comes to the inferiority complex, you believe that you are inferior to others. You have a belief system that you are smaller than others. You know, that's, that's what the belief that you have, that you it has been created by certain issues like, childhood experiences you know most i think you've realized that ever since we started talking uh you realize that most of the issues emanate from our childhood experiences yes. the upbringing mm. how how we were brought up in our homes mm. so when it comes to inferiority complex it, it, you know it's called it's caused by the upbringing as a child whereby you know you're being for instance constantly compared to you know your siblings unfavorably so because you can be compared to in a positive way, but here you've been unfavorably compared to in a in a in a, in a negative way. Um, sometimes you find that you know at home there was you know sibling rivalry, um, which led to you believing that you are inferior. Those that they believe in the family, they believe that they are superior. They look down upon you, and you end up feeling the same words that make you believe that you are inferior. Hello. I'm still here. Can oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Well, I lost yes. you there. Yes. Sorry about that. Mm. So, because of words that had been uttered towards you, for instance, let me give you an example. It happens on issues like height, for instance. Let's say in the family, you are the shortest or you are the tallest. And they look down upon, they start saying words that make you feel you know, that you are inadequate 
because of your height, because of your complexion. It happens a lot in African families. Mm. If there's the darkest in the family, that person they will be they will be actually be labeled that you know that one is an ugly one because they are darker because of the mindsets that we have about beauty, how we, we believe beauty is. Therefore, as a result, you end up feeling inferior that because I am darker, I am not beautiful enough. And later on, you see it through certain actions in life where a person maybe starts bleaching because they want to be lighter, they want to compensate, but we'll talk about that later on. So when it comes to issues of inferiority complex, it starts from childhood mainly about how we were brought up how our parents interacted with us. Um, for instance, also, um, children who were raised from homes where parents are, are overbearing, you know, who have, who have overbearing expectations, you know, there are parents who have high, high expectations of their children, and if they can't meet such expectations, they start feeling inferior. And in the, in the homes whereby parents are overly strict, you know, people with those parental skills of of being overly strict who um, are authoritarian. And you find that, you know, um, it makes a child to start feeling inadequate. We spill out into adulthood. Later on, as an adult, you start feeling inferior and believe that, you know, you you are inferior to others. Then it leads to a complex, which becomes a, com- <clears throat> a condition. So... All of us, in initial sense, all of us, we feel inferior at some stage. It is normal to feel inferior. I don't want us to, when you feel inferior, you believe that now it's a complex. No. We all feel inferior at some stage, which is normal. Mm. I, I, I would like us to talk a little bit about families, okay. mostly the academics. Now they want yes. everyone, all their children, to be academics. And uh, if they want to follow uh, something different from them, so Baba pressurizer and, and stuff like that, can that also contribute to children experiencing this uh, inferiority complex issue? It, it definitely will, because and it starts at a very young age. That's a good question. For instance, when a child, let's say you come from a family of scientists or a family of medical practitioners, maybe they are doctors, and the expectation is, in this family, we are academics and we produce doctors. And a child at a young age will start not showing interest in mathematics because that is one of the subjects that you have to take. Mathematics and science, they don't show interest in that. And parents start, you know, over-criticizing the child for not taking those subjects. They give the child pressure that you have to follow this a carer pattern because as a family we are gifted in this. Forgetting that children are different. Human beings are different. We are wired differently. We have different gifts. That's why in the Bible we see, we hear Jesus Christ and Paul as well talking about different gifts that we are gifted differently. Even as a body, Christ himself actually, when he was talking about the church for instance, he gave an example as a church like the body. The body, like the body parts whereby, you know, an ear has got a different role as compared to the mouth. So the, how the, the, the ear functions can never be the same as how the mouth or the hand functions. 
So we are different. So as family members, we tend to forget that issue of that that we are unique. We are we are, we have to be authentic about that. Our uniqueness. We need to embrace our uniqueness. But children who come from such families, whereby parents are not liberal enough to have such an understanding that people are different. They will push a child towards being an academic, which will actually, in actual sense, will break the child. Usually, uh, I usually, you know, we talk about the issue of, 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 of building, what, building what God has created you to become. As a parent, you have a responsibility of building what the God has created your child to become not to create something that you feel that will be good for the child. You know, so that's nurturing. You nurture that. You know, we have our nature. My nature is different from your nature. Therefore, as a child, it's important that a parent identifies your nature, that you are naturally created to become this, as well that you nurture it, to nurture is to take care of that, to make sure that it grows effectively. Like a tree, when you nurture a tree, you make sure that that tree grows up and becomes a good tree. You can, and even when you shape it, you cannot try to shape it and to make it out of character and become another tree. For instance, if you are shaping, um, uh, uh, give me an example, Moruti. If, if you're shaping Mutarebe, uh, great, a vine tree. Yeah. If you're shaping a vine tree, you cannot try to make it become a, a, an orange tree, but you're shaping it to take the direction where you know that it will become a better vine tree. It will reproduce better uh, uh, grains. You understand what I'm saying? Even when you put whatever that you, uh, uh, sources that you put in that tree um, to make sure that it becomes a better vine tree. You don't put something that will be against the vine. You won't put something that will be effective for the sick, but you'll ensure that it's something that is good for the vine tree. So same applies to our children. It is very important for them not to feel inadequate and inferior about themselves. It is very important that we, we actually continue with that, what God has started with them. Of course, working hand in hand in partnership as a co-worker with God to ensure that we make these children to become whom God wanted them to become. Mm. Let's look at the unrealistic expectations from the community. I know that yeah, communities can say nasty things uh, about you and to you and all that, but hey, it is not going to be. It's not going to have that crippling effect as it you know. Well, like when it comes from from the parents, but sometimes you find out more, especially looking at the sporting world or sports world, um, you expect a, a child of the soccer star to become a soccer star. And sometimes when the guy is not even interested in sport, you ask yourself, but what's wrong with this boy? How do you deal with that? For instance, can that also overwhelm you as a person? Can it create unnecessary pressure on you? Because now... You feel like you are a nobody because now people expect are expecting you to be a doctor like your dad, a soccer star like your dad, and stuff like that. And that's something you are not gifted in that area. Can it can it affect you the same way as it would uh, from the parents? It depends with the base. You know, if you come from, you are grounded from home. You come from a home where you are being supported. 
you're being encouraged that you are good in this. Therefore, you don't have to become whom God didn't create you to become. Therefore, you will see no need to have pleasure. Pleasure will always be there. Remember, we prepare our children um, to for the world out there. When a child leaves home, we prepare them for the world, that whatever the world throws towards them, they should be in a position to be resilient. And that resilience comes from home. So the effect from outside won't be that much if a child from home gets support. But the very same example that we gave earlier on of a child that comes from an academic environment or even from a family where a father is a soccer star and expecting you to do the same. Same applies to a family whereby a, a, a parent is a, is a pastor. And the expectation from the world is that that child should behave like a pastor. So those kind of pressures, they come from outside. But if a child is being built in from inside, which starts from home, then the child will be in a position to be resilient outside. Hence, mm. family plays a very crucial role. Okay. Well, we're still with Mempos Banyonu, Hanamo Ripubet, your daily companion. We'll continue with uh, uh, this topic right after this song. Gratahori, please keep your dial right where it is. We'll be right back. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to. Someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text. Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. Get in touch with the truth, the light and the life. 657 AM. We're still with uh, Mpaz Banyon right here on Radio Popedio Daily Companion. Mpa, welcome back. Thank you so much, Sarah Godfrey. Mm. Well, after the Pelega Kanyan inferiority complex, what else do you have for us? Yes, when it comes to the issues of inferiority complex, like I was saying earlier on, um, I, I took you through what 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 the definition of what inferiority complex is, and now I want to emphasize. You know, actually, before we started, we were saying I was talking about you know we all feel inferior at some stage, you know, and it's normal. There's nothing abnormal about it, but it becomes a problem. It becomes a condition only when a sense of inadequacy starts overwhelming you. Once, once you start being overwhelmed by that sense of inadequacy, then, you know, you find that it, you become distressed, you know, and purposely using the word distressed, not depressed, because people tend to 
use, you know, this word depressed, even where it's not supposed to be put. As a result, a person has a tendency of saying, I'm depressed, I'm depressed, you know. Whereas, you know, and when you get depression, you get, you know, you won't be in a position to handle it. So instead of us saying this, uh, depressed, we rather say distressed, you know. You find that, you know, because of that inadequacy, you feel distressed and incapable of development, you know. Under normal circumstances, um, um, when you think inferior, it's supposed to push you, you know. It's supposed to lead you to a a situation whereby it stimulates you uh, to healthy, normal striving and development, you know, whereby now you start doing healthy, uh, good activities, useful and helpful activities because you are stimulated by feeling inferior under certain circumstances. But once you start feeling overwhelmed and start feeling distressed and not being functional because how you feel about yourself, because you feel inferior, then it becomes a problem. So as a result, you find that a person, once they feel like that, they overcompensate, you know, quite a number of times you find that people start overcompensating in a number of ways, in different ways. Um, let me give you an example. Um, a person who feel like, like I mentioned earlier on, that we develop inferiority complex because of certain issues that we've been labeled with, like she's too short, she's too tall, um, she's too dark, um, sometimes because of the race that you come from, sometimes because of the, um, the, 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 the ethnic groups that you're coming from. Like in those days, during the divide and rule times, you find that uh, certain people from, uh, uh, like certain people from a certain ethnic group will believe that they're superior to others who belong to an, a, 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 a minority group. And that made people in the minority group to believe that they are inferior. And that might lead to a person having inferiority complex. So you find that a person now starts overcompensating. When you overcome, to overcompensate is to take excessive measures in attempting to correct what you believe is weak about you. So when a person overcompensates, I'm going to give an example of somebody that is short, um, that they believe that they are shorter than um, the way that is acceptable. You know, it's the belief system that you create in your mind because of how you hear people commenting about your height. As a result, now you believe that I am shorter than average. And that might lead you towards uh, you trying to appear taller all the time um, by wearing special shoes simply because you want to appear taller all the time. You know, there's nothing wrong if, you know, when and you feel good about yourself and say, I want to show where a uh, heels because they suit, they will actually suit my, my outfit. But there's something wrong if you always, always want to find yourself and you go to the public, you want to be in uh, shoes that will make you appear taller, then there's something wrong with that. And as a result, that might lead to you finding yourself that you want to be around shorter people only. When you are around taller people, then you start feeling like that they will look down upon you. And you know, I, I wonder how it's going to affect you when you give birth to tall children that are taller than you. <laughs> it actually makes you feel good. When you give birth to taller children, okay. it makes you feel good. I thought maybe they will threaten you. 
No, not at all. They make you feel like you've achieved something wonderful. Wow. You know, that's why people who sometimes you find that when you are not learned and you feel inferior about not being learned, mm. you push your children. Like what you said earlier on about children coming from the family of academia. It happens as well from families of people who feel inferior because they feel they have underachieved. We will give children pressure to achieve what they couldn't achieve. If you wanted to be um, a, a, a qualified person in a certain career, then you find that such a parent gives a child um, pressure to achieve in that area. If they don't, and they, they create that cycle of developing children with inferiority complex. So now, it is very, very crucial that we we try not to push our children. You asked the question earlier on that if you give a, a birth to a child that is short, taller, you might actually feel, you know, a, a pressure. You might be angry that they are taller than you. I indicated that it makes you feel good because you have achieved what you couldn't achieve yourself. You believe that you, you're having a, a, the, the, the features that you don't have yourself. And that makes you, that make it, it might actually make you even feel better than other people around you. So it's a good feeling. It, it won't make you feel otherwise because children, you regard them as something of your own. Let's look at it from the family perspective, more especially um, f- uh, looking at it from uh, women's uh, perspective in a family setup. What are the things that can make a wife to f- to have inferiority complex? Uh, I'm I'm sure some of the things that you'll you'll mention would be one of the things could be uh, weight gain and and stuff like that. A woman is it possible that as a wife, when women are only healthy? self-esteem, you didn't have inferiority complex, is it possible that you can develop it later in your marriage life, perhaps when you gain weight and stuff like that? Yeah, that's true. It happens, the issue of inferiority complex develops over a period of time. Um, It's either from childhood, also it happens in adulthood. If you are in a relationship with a person who never sees anything good with you, the forever criticize you. Um, they say negative ways about your appearance, for instance, then you might actually be overwhelmed on how to deal with such a situation and that might make you feel inadequate. You gave an example of a situation whereby your wife has gained weight for whatever reasons, because of hormones, because of, of childbearing, whatever reasons then you start being too critical towards your wife for the weight. And sometimes you find that they don't like the weight themse- that weight themselves. And they try, that person tried to lose weight. And the harder they try, the more they gain weight because of pressure, because they become anxious about the situation. That can lead to inferiority complex because they don't get support. They don't get positive weights from, from, from their partners. Sometimes you find that, you know, Husbands will tell, remember, as women, you know, our, every woman wants to appear beautiful, you know. Our beauty, even though the Bible talks about the beauty shouldn't only be based on the external appearance. Um, is, the Bible doesn't say the beauty is not about the external appearance. It says it shouldn't only be based 
but it starts from inside out. So all of us, of all women, want to look beautiful. And it feels good when your partner tells you that you are beautiful. It gives you more confidence. Even if you have confidence, if you are confident by nature, then it gives you more confidence because your partner, it makes you feel good um, about yourself. But once you have a partner, who will forever tell you how ugly you are? It builds something inside of you. It builds inadequacy whereby you'll even appear ugly because of what your partner says about you. And quite often you find that it's not even true. They are saying you're ugly not because of how you look like, but they're saying ugly because of maybe they want to revenge, maybe the partner intentionally wants you to feel inadequate about yourself because they know that once they, you feel inadequate about yourself, you'll become less attractive. And that will happen with a partner partner that has low self-esteem themselves, a partner with inferiority complex themselves, because they, people with, 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 with uh, most especially with low self-esteem, not inferiority complex, people with low self-esteem tend to project more. How they feel about themselves, they project it outside. They make other people feel like they are the way they feel about themselves. So as adults, we have a potential to kill each other's self-esteem, which leads to low self, which leads to encourage uh, 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 to complex. So while we're still on this one, I think it's it's uh, about time that maybe you share with us the things that men should never ever say to their women. I think, like I said, weight is one of them, and even their food, the way they cook their food, maybe they might not be as good as your mother, but you should try by all means not to comment negatively on their cooking. Am I right? Yeah, remember, there's a difference between criticism and giving feedback. And, you know, what kills someone's confidence? That's when someone is overly critical towards you. So when it comes to men, husbands, please, don't be too overcritical towards your wife. Some applies to women. We shouldn't be too, too we shouldn't be overcritical towards our husbands because that kills confidence. Things like you, you ask me what kind of ways should we never ever say. For instance, if your wife, you realize that they are not gifted in cooking, never say you are a bad cook. Rather say, my love, you're, you know, can you, we try, if you know that you can cook yourself, join her in the kitchen and cook with her, and help her in terms of, you know, upgrading her skills of cooking. And at times, you can say, when she, because even if she's a bad cook, she cannot be a bad cook in everything. Once she does something good, you praise her for that. You say, well done. And you say, you know, I think we should maybe attend classes for cooking so that you make more of wonderful dishes like this. So how you put it counts. More especially if you're talking to a person that is sensitive by nature, because people are not the same. There are people who are sensitive by nature. So if you talk to such a person and you say breaking waves, it really it might create inferiority complex in that particular person because they might end up feeling overwhelmed. Mm, yeah, that's that's uh, very interesting there. And like also, the issues, like mm. let me give an example. You know, in the same questions that you asked. Mm. Issues like comparing your wife with other women, telling your wife that you at work, I, 
girls are beautiful there. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Um, saying issues like telling your wife that, you know, um, this hairstyle doesn't suit you. <laughs> Even if you feel like it doesn't suit her. Mm. Find something beautiful about her on that particular day. And the hairstyle that suits her, the day you realize that she has the hairstyle that suits her, it encourage her. But wow, you look better in this. You know, you look beautiful in this hairstyle. I wish you would make more of this kind of hairstyles. You, mm. you understand? Yes. Instead of being critical and saying, this hairstyle doesn't suit you. Mm. By the time you, you, you go out to the public, your wife is, feels very little. She feels belittled and she won't feel, be confident. Mm. I think, I think uh, I need to ask this question. Yeah, how do you answer this one? Yeah, when your wife asks you, is she fat? What must you say to her? <laughs> Maybe you could already try to become honest and then on my head, you keep quiet. When you see she's fat. Sorry? When you see she's fat. When she's asking, am I fat? And you, your observation is that you see that she's fat. Yeah. Is that your question? Yes. How do you put it in a way that won't hurt her? Um, when your wife is asking you about her weight, obviously for her to ask you that question already, mm. she feels inadequate about her weight. Mm. Then I think you need to engage with her. Why is she asking that? Then her answer might lead you towards you giving her a better answer. But never say, yes, you are fed. Okay. If, you, if she says, I'm asking because I feel fed, Mm. Then you ask her further, you probe further to say, um, do you feel uncomfortable with this weight? Mm. And if she feels uncomfortable, then you indicate to her that, you know, anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, it means you need to work on it. Mm. And tell me where I need to support you to make sure that we make that become a reality. So I'm sure many we men messed up when it comes to that question, when it comes to answering that question. <laughs> I'm sure Hagibaya and many women are still angry with their poor husbands because they were trying to be honest with them, not knowing how hating that the answer can be. Uh, but Mpo, thank you very much because of time. I think we'll next week. Eh? Yeah, I think we'll continue with it um, as we enter into another part of yeah. the political and uh, we shouldn't be we shouldn't actually leave them hanging we should also help them to uh, know how to overcome or deal with the um, inferiority complex or what are absolutely. the things that they need to do absolutely and to today overcome we, that. we missed out on that because of time okay. next we'll focus on that all right uh buffet okay. contact details how those who are interested in talking to you Okay, those who are interested in talking to us, they can call us on 082-859-0009. Thank you so much, Arreta. Okay, bye. Words of truth and value. You'll find it on 657 AM. That was ba your daily companion. And I... That uh, we've learned a lot from her as always, even on this beautiful uh, Tuesday evening right here on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. Of course, keep on calling those people, Barabati Samo, and uh, I hope that you'll be able to share your testimonies with us. Whatever that you got to help, Kayona, Watusekala Kayona, Kabona, 
ke tsapa gore ke nna kotsi dingwe re tatla fa ba re fa tsona di testimony tsona tse gore okay on such and such a date i was listening to radio puppet and you were talking about this thing and holy spirit used you guys to change my life that's exactly what i'm talking about so we're looking forward to uh, such testimonies so go bontsha gore modimo ra ba ditapelo indeed that's it for this hour. We'll be back with more after 11 o'clock right here on Rupert, your daily companion. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Puppet? Radio Puppet website, the Word for Today magazine, and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. Radio Puppet, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopuppet.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.